Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast hosted by me, your spiritual business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned, feel-good success. This podcast will help you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power, and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Um, it's my first live of 2022. I haven't been live for a long, long time. I just wasn't really feeling the lives, just kind of go where I feel the flow and wasn't really feeling the lives, but I'm back with my first live of 2022 and I wanted to come on and really demystify a huge topic that I've been talking about a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot recently, but I know that everyone here is kind of at different stages and some of you know about human design already and you know your type and stuff and some of you are like, what is this stuff that you're talking about? I literally don't even know what you're talking about, let alone how to use it or anything. So I wanted to come on, start off the year with a really, really informative one. I'm going to get deep into this topic. I'm going to break down three ways to use your human design to achieve your vision, because that is really what human design is about. It is a tool for goal getting to help you achieve your goals. And sometimes it can get a bit mystified in terms of the way that it looks. I'm going to show you a chart in a minute and just certain sides of it. It can seem a bit more woo woo when it is some woo woo. I love a dash of woo woo, but ultimately it's very tangible because what it's about is helping you to achieve your goals. And it's really aligned to me. The reason that I decided to become a reader is because it's all about that soulful success. It's not just about strategy in terms of how do I achieve this? It's also about knowing which goals align for you. It's about how to feel in flow, feel that you're doing things in a way that feels really good and really natural to you. So it really hits that soulful success that I'm here to share in the sense that it is very holistic. It's not just about how do I make X happen? It's about how do I best make what I want to happen happen? Because everyone does it in different ways, right? So this weird looking thing is a human design chart. I've scribbled all over it. So for anyone that doesn't know what human design is, everyone has a chart like this and it is based on various different things to do with when you were born. Okay, so when we look into the chart and when I'm talking about certain things is based on different elements of this. Okay, so I'm just going to break down three ways because there are infinite ways. I mean, I'm sure there is a fixed number, but there are so many different ways that you can use this to achieve your goals. And I want to keep it pretty simple so that you kind of walk away like, okay, these three things, I get it, I understand it, I'm going to use those, right? So as you can see, there are so many different things going on here. There's these shapes, and then some are white and some are coloured in, 
so that all has an impact there are lines some are full some are not full there's all this data on either side there's a lot going on right so it can be overwhelming and what i hear most of the time from people is like when i first looked at that i was like what the f is this and to be honest that was my reaction as well so i get it but we're going to start simple so the first thing the first way that you can use human design to massively help you move towards that goal bring that vision into reality is deconditioning your deconditioning journey okay because when you're going for a goal you need to take steps that will move you forward right so you need to tangibly be like say you want to start a business and you envision yourself running your dream business well obviously some of the things that you're going to have to do are set up your business start selling start making money you know these are tangible steps you're going to have to do is sell set up something create a product or a service or an offer find your your audience find your tribe those are the tangible things you're going to have to do 100% but you're also going to have to do deconditioning right you're going to have to recognize what is standing in your way and overcome that that's what deconditioning means so when you're going for your goals and you're doing the tangible steps like okay i want to sell i've found out what i'm going to sell i'm selling it what can then happen which is often more unconscious is things are coming up like oh but no one would pay me that much or if i go online and i speak live i'm going to say something stupid and people are going to laugh at me or no one's going to show up and i'm going to feel guilty and bad or people are going to think, who does she think she is? These things pop into the mind, often unconsciously, subconsciously. And then what happens? We change our outward action. Because if you're unconsciously thinking, I could never go live because I might say something stupid. Consciously, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I should go live today. Oh, actually, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I don't have time. I'm not really feeling it. I think my throat's a bit scratchy, right? And you're going to come up with these reasons why you can't do it. So those things are creating resistance, reasons why you're not doing the things that you should be doing. And often you might not even realize that you need to do it. You might just convince yourself that ego, when it doesn't want to do something, will convince you that you can't do certain things. Um, that it's not even the right thing for you, that you don't need to do it. And I've recognised this recently in my business. There are certain things that I could have done in the pandemic that I just was like, no, that's not right for me. That's not for me. And it's taken me until now, two years later, to see that some of those things, now I see like I could 100% do that. That would 100% be beneficial. But it was certain blocks creating resistance that meant I wouldn't do those things because I genuinely would convince myself, my ego to protect me from doing what I wouldn't want to do would be like, you don't even need to do that. That's that's not for you. And then through two years, I've been constantly doing some of this deconditioning work, not even because of that, not genuinely thinking that wasn't right for me. And then having a new perception and my new perception showing me that actually that would be a great thing to do. So on the way to your goals, you're going to experience some resistance that comes up and makes you not do certain things it's going to change the outward action that you are taking and so you need to decondition you need to identify what are those blocks what are those beliefs 
that are holding you back, that make you think certain things aren't possible for you. The thing with deconditioning is where do you start, right? When you're going about your life and you're going about your goals, whether they're business goals, goals for relationships. I also had to do a lot of deconditioning on my journey with my relationships. Whatever the goal is, there will be certain things that come up. But how do you know where to start, right? I always used to find this so overwhelming. Because there is so much and it's unconscious, right, a lot of the time. So how do you turn your conscious mind onto it? Well, obviously, that's a big part of what coaching is for, is to help to shine light on your blind spots. But even then, like, where do you start? Looking at your chart can help you to identify your areas that need deconditioning. Because... The thing is that we often look at our childhood and we're like, oh, this happened to me and that happened to me. And we're very aware now that trauma is just something that affected you long term and changed the way that you view the world, you view yourself and so on. Right. So we know that it can be small things, the way that you were brought up, the way that your parents spoke about certain topics, the attention you got or didn't get, etc, etc. But it's more deep than that, because you can have the exact same childhood as someone else and still need to do different deconditioning, have different, you can have the same childhood as someone else and have different conditionings. I think that's a better way of wording it, right? So it's really important to understand, well, why am I conditioned differently? Your human design really shows you that. For example, look at your siblings, if you have siblings or close friends or whatever it is. Me and my sister obviously grew up together, had the same sort of childhood, but we have different conditioning and we've developed different conditioning because of that life that we had. Despite the stimulus being the same, the result was different, right? And that's why it's so important to know this stuff because Otherwise, you can look at your childhood and be like, oh, that was fine. That was fine. My sister's fine. So you don't recognize you stay unconscious to things that need healing and that need you need to overcome in order to reach your goals and your vision. So, for example, my sister and I had the same childhood, same parents, lived in the same house. Right. However, I developed this need to prove myself to my parents and this need to live up to certain expectations and constantly sort of seek approval and my sister is a lot more she's she's more quiet she doesn't speak so much about what she's doing but she just does what she wants to do and I obviously do what I want to do in many ways in running my own business and going down very different paths in running a spiritual online coaching business instead of being the lawyer my parents would probably love for me to be and used to wish that I would be But I notice myself really holding the opinion of what my parents think very strongly past the point of what is healthy. And I realised that I was prioritising often making my parents proud over myself, which is not serving me in reaching my goals. And when I'm going down this certain path, if I am feeling called to do something, to make a decision to do something a certain way... But the first thought that comes into my mind is what will my parents think? It does not serve me in achieving that vision. So by looking at my human design, I was able to better understand where these things are affecting me and how they're blocking me from achieving the vision that I set myself. 
I was able to see that I have this open heart center, open ego center in my human design chart, which makes me susceptible to conditioning in the senses of what makes me worthy, what is a good, good enough, and what is valuable. That's what that section is all about, that, that heart center, that ego center. And really, when I realized that, it enlightened me to this whole area that I didn't realize. I'm, I've been in self-help for years. I've been a life coach now for years. Yet I didn't have that awareness because within all of us, we are unconscious of certain things. And that is the ego's job to try to keep us safe and keep us protected, keep us unconscious. Right. So it's not a bad thing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. But that's why we need to do this inner work. And that's why tools like this are so helpful because it shined the light on my my open centers and enabled me to see where I need to do some deconditioning. And I saw that I need to decondition in this area of what makes me good enough, what makes me worthy. Because if my vision requires me to do certain things, but that wouldn't be seen to my parents as things that they're proud of or things that they think are good to do, I may not do them. Because I'm constantly trying to seek that validation because of that open center, because it makes me susceptible. So I need to condition certain things that I learn right? So one of the first ways is to shine a light on what healing you need to do. You're here, your goal is there, there is always healing that needs to be done in order to reach that goal. Human design and understanding your human design can literally point like two little arrows like flashing, which is what it did for my design, and show you, look here, look here, this, this is where your conditioning lies, this is what you need to decondition. So it cuts out a load of, you know, confusion, overwhelm of not knowing where to look. The second thing, in human design, we all have a strategy. And this strategy is how we make decisions and how we are designed to make decisions that align for us. Because, again, we can be conditioned by what society says is the right way to make decisions. Society will tell us to look very um, strategically at things and make a decision based on what other people think is good or what's the done thing in life. And society and our conditioning would tell us to do things a certain way. But actually, we are all designed to make those decisions differently, right? So when you understand your strategy, you learn how is best for you to make decisions. And again, you start to decondition yourself of the way you think you are supposed to and come back to what is right and aligned for you. So often if you find yourself thinking like, oh, should I do that? Should I do this? If you are in this industry of, you know, goal getting self-development, especially if you are someone who's entrepreneurial, you're seeking to build a business, you might think all the time there's like so much information out there. She says do it like that. He says do it like that. This coach tells me this and this friend of mine or my idol did it like that so what the f should I do like which way should I go right you might feel so overwhelmed by that when you understand your strategy it helps you to again cut through the noise and highlight what is right for you because you learn to listen to certain signals that you are being sent in the mind and the body and I identify the right thing for you based on that it's not 
learning something new, I always say it's like remembering. There are certain things that you've always been, you've always had certain signals, you know, energy flows and feelings and gut feelings and emotional waves. And there are different things for each of us, but you've always had them, but you've just learned through, you know, society, which turns its back on a lot of the intuitive stuff and instead always focuses on the outside world. You've learned to sort of value that over this, over what you were given and born with and your intuitive abilities. Human design, understanding your strategy brings you back to that and shows you how to find what is right for you. Because remember that we are all designed for success. This is a huge thing. Our society says that some people are successful, some are not. And, you know, it's very competitive and maybe some people can be successful, but that means less for others. That is a conditioning that we have based on the way that our system has been and is. And, you know, it's changing and things are evolving. But for most of us, that is a conditioning that we've had. Human design says that we are all designed to be successful. And if you think about that, that's just something that intuitively makes sense to me. Did we come to this earth kind of being segmented down like a little um, conveyor belt, going down this conveyor belt, and then it's like, okay, you can get off here because you're going to be successful and you should go down that way because you're not going to be successful. So we're not going to give you any of the success traits that you need. You can go that way. You can go that way. Does that make sense to you? That the creator, the universe, whatever it is to you, made some people to be successful and some not? Or is it that we were all designed to be successful, something I truly believe, but also we are all very different, right? You can see that if you just step outside your house for five minutes. We're all very different because we're all designed differently. So if we're all designed differently, we're all meant to achieve success differently, right? So we can't all do the same thing and get the same results. We could do the exact same thing, but you would always see different outcomes. If you and I did the exact same thing from birth, we would still be in different places because we would have different results. Human design really taps into that. It shows you how to figure out if something is right for you. And it might be perfect for someone who wants the same goal as you, but it might not be for you. It's really important because it brings it back to your uniqueness, right? Your difference that you're not the same as everyone else and no one is the same as the next person but we're all just as worthy but we're just designed differently okay so that's the second area is identifying how you best make decisions to get you where you need to go thirdly it's about how you goal get learning how you are magnetic because Just like we're all different in the way we make decisions, we're all different in our gifts, let's say. We all have different gifts. And life can be, it can be difficult to know what you are good at. Because it's not as simple as just, what am I good at? But it's like, what am I really, I want to say powerful, what am I, magnetic is the best word, what am I really magnetic in? Because human design is all about energy, it's about energy flows. And your energy flows into certain areas of your body, of your expression. 
And when you use that energy in those areas, other people feel that energy back, right? So they are, you're magnetic. So if you ever find yourself listening to someone, right, going to a podcast or something, and you're listening and you're like, and you want to keep listening because you feel that person's energy, that is because they're magnetic, right? Something about them makes you think, this person's really interesting. They're really pulling me. It's not just the words they're saying. It's the way they're saying it. It's the energy behind it. That is an example of a magnetic area. And we all have them. We all have these kind of gifts or strengths that we need to tap into to achieve what we want. But often we just don't know that we have them because, again, our conditioning is louder. The conditioning that says that, for example, in our society, it's like who talks the loudest, right? Speaking is something that we do value. And it's like voices need to be heard, right? And it's all about speaking your truth and saying things and being the loudest sometimes, right? So I've definitely worked with people who think that because that's not their way, they don't really love to talk. They're not cut out for success or they can't do it, right? I personally do have a motor to the throat. That's a part of my design. So when I speak, I channel things better. The energy is more potent. You can see it with all of this that I'm trying. I used to try not to do it because I felt embarrassed about it, but it's just natural to me. And I understand why now, right? Is that that is where my energy is really channeled is when I speak, I'm energized. I get the message across. And other people might not work like that, but they can do it in a way that's so much more aligned to them and a way that I can't do. When I'm trying to get a message across on Instagram, I'm like, okay, I'll just write a couple of slides like so many successful coaches and online business owners do with key points. Like, are you this? This is like what you need to do. One, two, three. And, you know, then you understand how I'm going to help you with my program or whatever it is. But when I do that, I really sit there and I'm like, how do I describe it? What's the best way to say it? And it doesn't come that naturally to me, truly. But if I go online, I go live, I don't know what I'm going to say. I've got three points because I said three ways on this title. But that's it. Everything else is just coming through me. I didn't plan. I was on a walk and I came in and I was like, I want to go live. And it's just coming out naturally because when I speak, I kind of get the things that I need. But if I sit down to like write it on Instagram and especially for me trying to be concise and get something on one slide, it's not natural for me. I find it really hard. Right. And that's because of my design, because my magnetic area is my voice. So it helps me to get what I want to get across. But again, the reason it's so important to know this is because you might think, oh, well, if I had that, I would know. You'd be amazed how many people don't know because of how we are conditioned. When I was a child, I was scared to speak. I was that person in class that would never put my hand up. Every parent's evening or every feedback form, whatever it was, was about she needs to speak more in class. She needs to be more active. She needs to ask more questions and answer more questions. And I just thought that oh I'm not I'm not someone who's who speaks because I didn't for many years and then I just it formed my identity and hearing from my teachers she's too quiet she doesn't speak I was like oh I'm, I'm a quiet person who doesn't speak that's my identity right we just absorb what life gives us often and make our right we create our self-image 
based on that and that's why human design is huge in expanding your self-image and seeing yourself so differently because you realize we all do have gifts I feel like I'm saying gifts like those things that do that I mean gifts I can't pronounce my t's today um (laughs) we all have gifts but we're not always aware of them and based on our conditioning we can look at something and assume that that's not a good thing or that we don't have it I didn't used to speak up because I had low self-worth which I understand based on my open heart center I never really understood what makes me worthy or what is my worthiness wasn't a consistent theme for me so I would question it based on loads of other things that happen in childhood which is for another day you know we all have those traumas and things that we go through mine also made me feel unworthy so I would never put my hand up or speak because I didn't want to get anything wrong to get something wrong say the wrong thing answer the question wrong for someone might be like oh I got it wrong what's the right answer for me with my personal wounds and my personal you know areas I would feel like that would make me not good enough I would not be good enough as a human being if I got it wrong it was so much deeper for me so I didn't say it I didn't answer the question and I would be teased as a kid so I didn't want to draw attention to myself so if I was in a social setting even I wouldn't start chatting and say my ideas or chat just speak about you know random things even because I didn't want to draw attention to myself in case I got teased again so I became this I had this identity that I'm not someone who talks because it was just what I did out of coping mechanisms right but then I believe that's who I was I'm glad you relate, Ruth, because this is a bit of a vulnerable share, but it's so true, isn't it? How we all have these things, whether we admit them or not, especially as kids. Obviously, now we're going on this journey of deconditioning, but that was who I was. So if you'd have told me then when I was even probably 16 and that was like much older then, but I still wouldn't have. If you'd said like you're someone whose power comes through the voice, whose energy comes through the voice, I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm someone who doesn't speak, I'm shy, um, I don't have a powerful voice, I'm always told that because that was my conditioning. And it's only really in the last two years that I naturally started to use my voice and express myself for my business through my voice more than writing captions and writing things. And it did come naturally to me after a little bit of deconditioning. Because the other thing is, after years and years of conditioning yourself to think, I can't do this, I'm not someone who can speak publicly, you know, it's not going to just be super easy. So again, if you think, oh, I could never go live or I could never speak about this or that, that doesn't mean that you don't have a motor to the throat in your human design or that you don't have a magnetic area of the voice. It just means that maybe you've not done it for so long that you think you don't and you need to learn right and you need to try and it took me time like I remember I used to show up on stories probably four or five years ago even in my previous businesses and talk like a robot and like be scared to move my face and record again and again and again because I was like you know it was uncomfortable for me but now I'll come live not having a clue like having no notes and making all these weird hand gestures and facial expressions because I've become confident in this is my way this is me and I also since learning my human design give myself more permission it's allowed me to tap into this magnetic area because I understand that this is what I'm meant to do so that critic that ego voice that's like you talk too much you go off on tangents all of which I do right I talk for a long time 
if you ever watch my stories, there's probably like 20 of them to get to the end. I go on a lot of, lot of tangents, but that is just how I'm meant to be because I understand how my voice works. And I, when I let myself do that, my clients, people who join me on my programs, people who work with me, they relate to me through watching these things. Maybe only small number of people will actually watch the whole thing, but the ones that do resonate because they get what I'm trying to say best when I speak. That is one of my most magnetic areas, right? The other thing is, I'll go into this a bit because I never normally mention this. I always get stuck on that throat center because that's a big one for me. But storytelling, right? I'm always telling stories and I used to think, just get to the point, Lila, you need to be more precise. But the storytelling resonates with people because it's just how I was designed. And some people, like I say, can be so concise. Bam, 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 three bullet points on a slide. You get it, you're in, you understand, you want their help. For me, it's just, it doesn't come that naturally to me. So stop trying to be like someone else and start being like you. And that's what human design is about. Ruth says, I really had to work on the public speaking too. Now I don't even get nervous. Oh my God, we're like twins because that's literally me. I would be like terrified to go speak on stages and stuff like that. And then around like 2019, I started before the pandemic and stuff. I started getting opportunities to go and do that in my aligned element and in things that, you know, I was passionate about and I was running my business on. And when I would do it, because I was so aligned to it, I would just go and I would just do it and be like, what happened to the version of me that would be like shaking and scared? Like it just, the more I started to use that voice, the easier it was. And it was just, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't scary, but it was my conditioning that told me I'm scared to do that because when I was young, I would be scared to do that. Right. Um, another area I want to talk about is the head center because in learning where you're magnetic, you might have multiple centers defined and you can learn to tap into them. And then it's not just about what centers are defined on the chart it's also about how do they link together like the different ones that are linked that all has an impact and it shows you how you can use them to a greater depth and for me I have a defined head center um which is all about ideas inspiration big ideas and I used to feel again like oh you've got very strong opinions and you shouldn't be too you know I think it should be this way that's just how I've always been I believe in big ideas and I'm like now I'm like human design is something we all need to use it's so powerful I genuinely believe that and in the past I would be like you're a bit too like you think so many things and who are you to think that you know right who are you to say it should be like this or that or that someone should try this or someone should try that these are things that I used to think like who am I to sort of you know have these ideas and then when I learned that I have this defined head center again I'm kinder to myself I decondition some of these shoulds and woulds and how I'm supposed to be. And I realise that I am here to have these strong ideas. So when I'm speaking to things like, you know, my parents and places where we have a lot of conditioning. And for me, culturally growing up, it was like, your par- we're your parents. So, you know, we know best and shouldn't speak back and things like that. And that changed as I got older and we spoke through certain things. But there is this idea that, you know, I sh- who am I to speak? And when I learned that I had a defined head center, I realized it's a part of my purpose here. It's part of my design to have strong ideas. And you can now see that in my business, right? In moving into this business where I'm coaching, life coaching, business coaching, and it's all about, you know, the self, the self image and how to achieve those goals. 
I use my ideas of how we should do things of feminine energy, manifestation, human design, what that means and how you should use those things. New concepts, human design is still very new. But I learned that if I feel like I should say something and I have an idea, I should go with it. And it's allowed me to achieve my vision so far in that I dreamed of having this business. But I used to think, you know, who am I to run that business? And I shouldn't speak too much about big concepts because who am I to speak about these concepts? And how do I know, you know, who am I basically to have these ideas? And I was kind of in my PT business where it was safer because it was more confined. It was like, this is the the structure of, you know, personal training, you show up, you do this. Of course, there were still ideas in terms of how I think it's best to train. And I prefer weight training and I believe weight training is important for this and this and this. But in this business, ideas are so much more expansive, right? This is literally ideas about how human beings were designed big concepts that I might think I don't want to say that in case someone thinks this or doesn't agree I learned that I can trust that big idea and if I hadn't have I wouldn't have put myself out then I wouldn't have got this far to be running this business that I once dreamed of running but just thought you know that's for way in the future when some magic thing is going to make me feel good enough to express my opinions right I learned that that's something I'm supposed to do I tapped into that so Just to recap, the three things I've broken down so far, three ways to use your human design to achieve your vision is firstly to decondition. You're here, your vision is there. If you haven't yet achieved it, it's because there are things in the way and this isn't a bad thing. It's that there are things that you need to grow through to get to that vision. And there's often a lot of beliefs that you need to work through and grow through to get to the vision. And that journey of overcoming those is called deconditioning deconditioning the brain about what you, who you think you are what you think is possible and how you think you need to do it the second thing was identifying how to make decisions we all make decisions differently based on how we were designed but often we make our decisions based on what the outside world says and again based on our conditioning of how you should make choices what's the safest is a big conditioning um of our society is we think that we need to go with what is safest um when you learn your strategy in your human design you learn it's not even learning you remember how you make decisions because it's certain feelings and signals that you will receive that you've learned to shut down based on your conditioning you're reminded of those okay so those are the first two the last one that we just went through was learning where you are magnetic Essentially, that is learning how you make your goals happen because you have certain tools that you were designed to use. And often, like my story as a child, you don't know that you have those. You think that you can't do it like that. You think you're not good at speaking or that you're not someone who has big ideas or good ideas or whatever it is. When you look at your design, it's like someone saying, look, you do all this stuff you don't think you have. You have it. It's like someone sassy being like, you're a bad bitch and this is why, right? Showing you all these gifts that you have that you've, over the course of your life, your traumas, your conditioning, the ways you've made yourself small, what people have said, you've talked yourself out of it. Human design points you back and it's a catalyst to then turn your attention to see, actually, I can do that. I am good at that. When I do that, people do listen. 
and you tap into those magnetic areas. And I wanted to share a fourth tip. I did say three ways, but fourth way, little bonus, that human design helps you to achieve your vision is it gives you feedback because we all have a sign, different ways that we receive feedback, if you like. You could call it a sign if you want to be more woo-woo, but I think I like to break it down so you don't go uh, woo-woo and just shut this off. It's how you know you're on the right path. You receive a signal that tells you if you're on the right path. Mine is satisfaction. So if I'm feeling satisfied, I know I'm on the right path. And my parents would say like, oh no, but you know, satisfaction, that's all well and good. But the way you know you're on the right path is by looking on the outside world, like how many people know your name? How many followers do you have even? How many clients do you have? How much money is in your bank? That's how you should know if you're on the right path. For me, that's not aligned. That's not true for me. The way I know if I'm on the right path is satisfaction. So for example, when I started looking into human design before I got qualified, became a reader, when I was reading about it, or learning about it, or looking at my own chart, I would feel so much, like, satisfaction, I'd be like, this is really filling up, like, it's like filling up my soul, it's making my soul feel like, yes, like, I love this, making me feel like, if I spent the day listening to something about human design, I would feel good, like, I'd feel like, okay, I'm satisfied, I can go to bed satisfied, I've had a fulfilling day, and that was how I knew that I should dig into this more, It wasn't someone on the outside world saying, you'd be great at human design, you should do that. Or, you know, it wasn't external things. It was my internal satisfaction. And yours might be different based on your human design. But we have certain signs that lead us to do things that show us if we're on the right path. And that is huge in going for this soulful success, right? You're always probably thinking am I doing the right thing? Like there's so many strategies out there, different ways you could run your business, different ways you could achieve your goals, whether they're, you know, personal lifestyle goals, relationship goals, business goals. There are so many ways you can go about achieving it. For example, if you're looking for a relationship, you could go on apps or you could just start, you know, being more open when people chat to you when you're out and about. You could ask for someone to put you in touch with a mutual friend there are millions of ways that you could meet someone if you wanted to meet someone how do you know what's the right way for you it's listening to your sign right so i hope you've enjoyed this i hope this has given you a greater understanding of something that can be kind of hard to to understand from the outset you see this chart and you're like i've no fucking idea what that is this sounds like a load of woo-woo and I tap, I'm tapping out, right? Hopefully I have demystified this for you and broken down three really simple ways, well, four really simple ways and really powerful ways. Probably simple is not the word because it takes a little bit of time to understand it. But once you do, it's so powerful that you can use this human design to achieve your vision. This curl, curl is pissing me off. It's so, so powerful for someone who understands that we're all built differently, that we're all designed differently, that we've all had different experiences in our lives and we're all conditioned in different ways. And therefore that how you are going to achieve your vision, the what is going to be different to the next person. If you understand that, then you understand the power of human design. So I hope you've enjoyed. I hope that you feel more clear on what this topic is if you are newer to human design feel free to slide in my dms i would love to hear how this impacted you even if you're watching on the replay i would love to hear 
you know, where you're at with human design, if it's something that you already understand, or if it's something that you're like, what is this? I would love to hear that because I am so fascinated by this topic and that's why I became a reader. And I just want more and more people to know about it. If you do want to go deeper into your chart, if you want to understand what this is and how these four things work for you, what are your areas that need deconditioning? How do you best make decisions? Where are you magnetic? What is your unique success system within? Then you can DM me or you can click the link in my bio because I am now offering as of yesterday, I launched them my human design readings. So that's a one-to-one session where we go live on Zoom together and we go through your chart and I break down the key areas, what they mean, how they relate to your specific goals, how you can leverage those things. And then you also get a report, which is a written report, which you can always go back to. You can always look at whenever you need clarity, whenever you're like, how should I go about this? What are my strengths? What are my areas that I should use? What's my decision-making strategy? How do I know if this is right for me? You'll have it all there in a report. It's like a gold mine that you can always go back to. The reason I did it like this is because of some of the things I mentioned in this, of my design, that I am a manifesting generator. I have a motor to the throat. So I didn't just want to give you a report, a written report, because I know that when I'm speaking to you on our Zoom call about your specific design, so much more magic is going to come out. That's where I'm going to really get in flow and I'm gonna really like say the things that really connect with you and resonate with you and you're gonna be like oh my god yes way more than the than the report on its own because I'm gonna do the live with you and then I'm gonna watch back and I'm gonna put all of that into the report and it's gonna brew as I'm writing it down I'm gonna add more because that's my unique success system so that's really key I just want to use that as an example Because so many people might just do a report and successful human design coaches might just write a report and be great. And then so if I was just going off of conditioning and what other people do, I would do it like that too. But I'm missing my magnetic area is when I speak. Again, I get way more insights, way more downloads. It it comes across better to you. You're going to soak in more when I speak than if you just read a written thing. So I managed to, because I know my design form this way of doing my sessions where you get both and I do this first the live first and then I write the report or then I go back to the report and pad it out more because I understand how I work now I understand how I'm magnetic not just how I work but understand how people receive me and I understand that you get more when I speak right so this is like a tangible example of how you use it in your business in your goals in what you're trying to achieve Okay, I'm going to stop talking now because I'm I'm sat on the floor. I don't know why, but I just wanted to be in here because it's sunny and my legs have gone numb and I literally don't think I'm going to to have pins and needles when I stand up. I'm not going to be able to walk. Um, (laughs) But if you are feeling the pull to the design sessions, the human design one-to-ones, they are currently £222. However, because I just launched, I have three early bird spots. If you are one of the first three people in, you will save 50%. So you get your session for £111. All I ask from you is that you would give me some feedback afterwards so I can refine my process. I can use those testimonials. But you're literally getting the exact same thing at 50% off if you are one of those first people in. You can use the code HD score early bird all in caps, on my website. So if you click the link in my bio,
DM me and we can do it. You can do it through me and I can send you the link once we've talked about it um, and we can streamline that process. Either way, my design sessions are now open. I am now a human design reader. Um, so this is really exciting for me as I go more into this area. Um, so yeah, I hope you love this guys. Please do let me know if you resonated. Let me know what you took away. I would love to hear how human design is kind of being absorbed by you. And I'm going to post the replay now in case you missed the beginning, then you can catch. So I hope you love this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls. Goodbye.